Yoga, sex, and coffee all by 9 a.m. Wow. Lucky girl. <laughs> all right. So welcome, everybody, to the Daily Intimacy. Thanks for being here today. It's so beautiful to see all of you, and we have some newcomers since that, so really great. Thank you. Um, we are going to begin with a meditation. Before we do that, I just wanted to invite you, if you want to, grab a cup of tea or something to drink or even something to eat because we are going to be doing some lovely, um, profound and important practices uh, related to intimacy at the table with yourself and your food, eating on purpose. And um, I'm really excited about this morning and looking forward to eating my breakfast. <laughs> um, okay, so let's continue with the centering just want to invite you all to have a deep breath and gently close your eyes when you're ready. Welcome to everybody who's joining us in the various places. And um, if you'd like to check in in the chat, those of us on Zoom, it's always really good to hear how you're doing this morning. So let's take a moment to, to dive into how you're doing this morning so you can get a, a taste of that for yourself. So again, if you haven't already, a nice deep breath all the way down into the belly, down to the root chakra, exhale. And close your eyes if you haven't already and just a couple more breaths to allow yourself to settle into your body this morning. Shake off the sleep and welcome. There's, welcome your soul back to the day. Deep, deep breath, and it can help to bring your awareness to your belly or sometimes squeeze your pelvic floor in order to bring the breath all the way down. Hold it for a moment and then exhale. And then again, nice deep, deep breath. And exhale. Yeah, and if there's any like shaking out you need to do or any little micro movements, it can be helpful. Yeah. And just notice how you're feeling this morning. What are you noticing in your body? It takes slowing down and paying attention to really notice what's going on, just the subtleties of sensation that might be important for you to hear about, know about. And then check in with how you're feeling emotionally. What's happening this morning? Are you feeling gratitude? Are you feeling fear? How are you feeling? Worry, doubt, sadness, joy, ecstasy, whatever it is. And maybe it's not clear. Sometimes we just don't know. But the important thing is to hold space for whatever you're feeling, which can be really hard, especially if the 
feeling is uncomfortable. It's like, how can we wrap a warm, embracing love of ourselves around a feeling that's uncomfortable, even a, whether it's physical or emotional? And as you continue to breathe with the, with the idea of embracing yourself with love, I invite you to bring your attention to the earth this morning. We're in a transition of a seasonal transition. Some of us are in the transition of kids starting school. Rosh Hashanah is coming this weekend. For those of you and us that are celebrating, we're in this transitional time. And I think that it's always important to connect to the earth, but there's something about the transitional time that feels even more important to honor that the earth creates and provides this transition for us. And there's gratitude for, um, for the changing ways of our world even if it's intense sometimes like it's been this year so you can just imagine feet on the earth i wrote recently about how valuable it is to have our feet on the earth absorbing the energy providing energy for us but also imagining hands we're just lying down Absorbing all the love, the nutrients, the nourishment that comes from her. It's, a, it's an endless source of supply that we have access to. And I know for me, I didn't remember that for many, many, many years. But once I did, it really has changed a lot for me. Health-wise and, and emotionally as well. And spiritually, for sure. So just breathing that in for a moment. Breathe that energy up through the root chakra and then up all the way to the crown of your head. Just like absorbing what you can. Absorbing her nourishment. Let it circulate. Don't release it as you exhale. And then take one more deep breath. And gently open your eyes and come on back. Hey, good to see everybody. Okay, if you haven't checked in in the chat and you'd like to, please do. Love to hear from you how you're doing this morning. And again, if there's anything you wanted to bring to the table today, uh, anything to eat or drink, um, go ahead and take a moment to do that. And I am going to introduce my dear friend, Nina, Nina Mandelson. And when I say dear friend, I mean dear friend. Um, Nina and I have known each other for a long time, since grad school in 1996. Um, Nina was here at the Daily Intimacy when we first began back in March. And I'm so happy to have you back. 
and this gathering has just continued to be a source of love and connection all this time it's just been so beautiful and i love your work always because it's so near and dear to my heart because at the root and the core it's about self-love and um you know i'm all about that um and nina's work is all about body peace and feeling a sense of peace and love in our bodies as they are and um, all the practices and all of the embracing um, of what that means. And so I'm excited to, uh, to dive into that more deeply today. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And I often think that our work is quite similar in that your work is about intimacy with self and intimacy with others. Right. My work is uh, intimacy with your body and intimacy with your food. Right. So I often think of myself as a relationships coach, but not for you and somebody in else, but you and your body and you and your food, because I often find um, that we divorced ourselves somewhere along the way. Uh, a lot of women. Uh, mostly I work with women, but it completely applies to men too. But many, many people somewhere along the way divorced their body. They got to a place of saying, you know what, it doesn't feel good in here. Um, or the only way I know how to be in here is to try to be controlling, try to manage. Let me figure out every gram, every morsel, every, you know, calorie. And so the relationship between ourselves and our food and ourselves and our body becomes this controlling relationship. And most of us kind of know how that works out, right? It just doesn't. And eventually, right, in a controlling relationship, you're like, this is abusive. This doesn't work. I'm out. And so that's what we do. We like we say often people live from the head up or we uh, dissociate right a little bit. I don't feel anything or we literally I call it living next door to our body like, oh, I should feed her. Oh, I should do like maybe we should go for like a, he should go for a run, you know, like over there. And so this work of body peace is how do you have this really intimate, supportive relationship? And so one of the things that um, I want to invite you into today is a very, very simple, but incredibly potent, powerful practice that is a great way to start the conversation. Um, and it is a practice um, that uh, it's an eat on purpose practice, and it's a, called the hello technique. And I, it's like a, like a, just a first step onto this path of body peace. And I want to jump right into an experiential process with you. And what I'd like for you to say to yourself out loud in your space is hello. Just like, even though it's awkward, just hello. And try it out in different ways. Like, hello, or hello, or like all the different intonations that you use your hello, you know, hello, like, oh, hello, just try it on. 
And what happens, and I'd love to know in the chat, what happens when you say that word? Hello. What's your experience? What bubbles up? Like I see some smiles, which is interesting. And I don't know if it's like, oh, this is silly saying it out loud to myself or my dog, but like, what, what happens? What's your experience? What bubbles up? What's the feeling there? Here we go. Feel like a kid, right? There's a little bit of a, a joyful, like a little, a little youth in there, right? Um, I think of greeting a friend, so I smile, right? There's an engagement, a kindness, right? There's a, a friendly rapport that's building, a sense of joy, right? There's a lightness to it. There's a vibration in my body. Mm. Right, so Jana, say a little more, like what does that mean to you, that vibration? What is that, how does that, is it just energy vibration? Like what is that? It just being more present. Being I, more present. I felt, I felt my body. Yeah, <laughs> it's I there. felt my body. Just the sound, making the sound made me more present. Yeah, so powerful, right? It brings me in right? Gets my energy growing. Fantastic. Laura says, sweet. Robin says, feels unfamiliar somehow in one part of me. Interesting. Uh, feels like an offering of engagement. Christina, that's so powerful. An offering of engagement. Oh, I'd like to engage with you. Okay, here we go, right? That's such a powerful thing, right? Michael says, curious, I want more, right? Denise says, letting the person know I see them, right? I see you, I acknowledge you, acknowledge you, you exist, right? Hello is such a, we, we, that's how we start conversations. We're saying, I see you, you exist, you are there. It's how we begin with etiquette, with kindness, with decency, right? That's how we started like a, a conversation that has dignity to it. Hello, right? I acknowledge you exist. You are right there for me or with me. So before we, and then Robinson's feels like greeting myself. Yes, we are. We're, hello, we're greeting ourselves. Absolutely. Okay, so now I want to take it one little step further, and then we'll, we'll bring it to the table. I want to ask you, imagine that you had that kind of curious, welcoming, engaging, presencing, joyful, um, visible relationship with your body. How would your relationship with your body be different? If you had that kind of relationship that we just described, that just came out of hello, how would your relationship with your body be different?
it would be more responsive. Yeah, totally. It would be, right? You're there, I'm here, we're engaging. I would respond to you more, right? More connected, right? We'd be in, a, we'd be in the partnership, right? Wouldn't be talk to the hand, you live over there, I'm divorced from you, right? It would be, we're here together, I got my arm around you, we're doing life like this, right? I might accept it as a friend, right? Right. The reason that I call this work body peace is because so many people I talk to are in body war. They're not, they're not, they're not being friends. They're in like this relationship with them. I don't want to talk to you. And, and for some reasons, you know, we've, there, we've gone through injury, surgery, illness, um, changes, chronic pain. There's a million reasons why it's hard some trauma, right? A million reasons why it's often hard to be in a body, right? It's not like, oh yeah, come on, just wrap your arms around them and here we go. Like there's a relationship that needs to be worked out and sometimes some healing for sure. And accepting ourselves as a possible ally, as a friend is so powerful. Right? Because how do we treat a friend? That's a question. How do we treat a friend? Right? With love. Absolutely. Right? With caring, with respect, with openness, right? Deep listening. Absolutely. Right? So imagine we take that, right? That, oh, hello. And then I'm creating this friendship, this relationship. And now what's possible? This openness, this caring, this deep listening. Right? I'm going to treat my body better if I'm in this kind of relationship with my body versus the management model that many of us are brought up with, right? Well, you should try this new diet and this new diet and this new diet and this new fitness and maybe do a triathlon, triathlon while you're at it, right? All of those things you should do, right? We get into this controlling, managing relationship and we talked about that already. All right. So I digress into important things, but I want to bring it back to the table. So now what I'd like you to do is if you have a food, a drink, make up, made it up, make it up, like in your head, I want you to go, hello, food. Hello, food. So you're looking at your food, you're looking at your drink, you're writing it down on a piece of paper if you don't have either of those things. Hello, food. And what happens there? What happens there? <laughs> Laura says, I love you. Right, gratitude, Marcy says. Awareness, mm-hmm, 
absolutely fantastic connection to the food, right? Say a little bit more, Christina, about the connection. What happens there? Because that's a very juicy thing that happens, right? Robin says, sadness that sometimes food is ignored, right? When we presence anything, right, our bodies, our food, and we bring our presence, it's not just like all the like love and, and rainbows that show up, right? There's also the grief that shows up like, gosh, I usually run over this moment, right? Um, Denise says, I think how, how pretty it looks, right? That's that awareness. What does it look like? What does it smell like? What's the color? Where, who grew it? Where did it come from? Right? How did this come to be? Is this, was this been in a grocery store shelf for 10 months? Did my farmer's market, did I pick it up at the farmer's market? Do I know the farmer who made it? Who made it, grew it, right? It starts to get nuanced. We start to have a more nuanced relationship. Jana says, I feel touched, grateful, looking at my honey toast, right? like, oh my gosh, somebody made the bread and that honey and those bees and oh my gosh. And then there was a beekeeper and they gathered those bees and they gathered that honey and then they put it in a jar and look, it showed up, right? People sort of joke about me that I have my honey guy, I have my chocolate guy, I have my fish guy, I have my farmer because I like to know, I like to look at my food and I like to think of those people that made it possible for me to be eating, right? Robin says, curious, now who grew these lentils? Where the heck were they even grown, right? It brings us into intimacy and changes that relationship. All right, Robin, before I keep rolling, how long are we going here? We'll finish about two or three minutes before 10. Okay time for questions and all that good stuff. Good, but we, good, good. we had to 10, yeah. Okay, excellent. Okay, so now here's my question. <laughs> I can go like dive deep. I'm like, how long am I going here? So my next question is that hello food, when you became aware of all those things and Jana spoke to it, there's a feeling there also, I feel touched, right? What's the feeling as you are in this more intimate relationship with food? Um, Michael says, this question makes me want to slow down and enjoy the journey with my meal. Yes, yes, yes. So how else do you think it would impact you? How else would it impact you to be in this slowness? to be in this um, sinking into. So I've sort of put out two questions. How does this make you actually feel? And how do you think it would impact you? How would it impact how you feed yourself? And I know what I'm offering, it seems so simple right? So simple and so basic, but this is so, so deep. 
it's profound. It goes into the, the work that you do with Robin around deep, true intimacy. How do I be in this relationship that is full of, of, of authenticity, respect, decency, integrity, right? Um, Robin says, so powerful, actually. How would it impact you powerfully? Marcy says, connection to life and appreciation, right? Jana says, I become very choosy with my food and also enjoy more subtleties of taste. Right, right. So one of my favorite um, things to encourage people to do is to be a bit of a, a gourmet eater. You know, not in a like snobby way, but I do a little bit encourage people to be a food snob. Like, what do you be choosy? Like what's coming into this amazing body? Where did it come from, right? And being a, a food snob, you know, given the financial means that we have, given the access to food that we have, right? But within whatever our realm of food accessibility is, is being like, does this work for me? Do I want it, right? Is this something I wanna say hello to? Is this food I want to be in relationship with? And there's different times of, of life. You know, like when I was in my 20s living in New York City, like every day I wanted to be in relationship with a corn muffin, the Waverly Square Cafe that was slathered with butter that was put on the grill. Like that was like to me heaven. Right now, I don't think I would wanna be in relationship with that muffin. I think it would make me feel tired. Right? So it's not like, this is good food and this is bad food. What food do you want to say hello to at this time of your life? What food supports you best now? Right? It doesn't include grams. It doesn't include calories. It doesn't include good food, bad food lists. Right? This is a very different way of approaching our relationship with food and body. I have so many thoughts and I'm holding them, but I'm just wanting to just that Christina repeated your question. Is this a food I want to be in a relationship with? I mean, we ask that about every person in our lives, but we don't ask that about food. You know, we don't, we don't. And it is, she wrote it down on a sticky. Awesome. I love that. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Put that on the fridge, on the oven, on the toaster oven, on the Instapot, on the stove. Right. Absolutely. And it's interesting because like there's moments like, so I have a, a, a late teen in my house and one of our great rituals is movies and popcorn. Right. So it gets tricky sometimes because I'm like, I don't know that I want to be in relationship with the popcorn tonight, but I want to be in relationship with him. And I want to be in relationship with our ritual, right? So I have to tease it out because sometimes we think, well, if I'm going to hang out with those people and they do, you know, I don't know, it's my girlfriends and they're like the margarita bunch. So then I got to be in relationship with them and margaritas. 
it's like, how do we tease it out? Wait, I want to be in relationship with him, but tonight I don't actually want to be also in relationship with popcorn. Oh, but tonight, this other night, I want to be in relationship with popcorn and him, right? And the movie. We're having a whole ritual here, right? So it starts, you like, like how to tease out where do you really want to be in connection? I want to come back to some of these comments. Um, Christina, more awareness and consciousness where we connect with food intentionally. Yep. Robin slows me down, which brings more awareness and consciousness to everything I do. Right. Slowing down. Just even saying hello when you come to the table. Right. Oh, I see you. Right. It comes right back to that visibility. I see you. There you are. Hello. Hello, food right? It's the beginning of a practice, right? There's a few other phrases to the practice um, that we're not going to get into today because this one is so worth like diving deep into. Um, Donna says not eating absentmindedly. It does. It brings us to the moment. Uh, Michael says, my dad would say, if you put a premium gas in your car, put premium food on your food in your body. Absolutely. Absolutely, right? Um, I want to come back to that analogy in one second. Uh, Bia says, your body is the most important vehicle in your life. Absolutely. Laura says, me too, the popcorn ritual. Oh yeah, it's totally awesome, right? Um, Denise says, unlike a vehicle, you only get one body. Such wisdom in this group, right? Such wisdom really powerful. So I want to say something about that car metaphor. I use the car metaphor and I, I really believe in that. Like what gas do you put into yourself, right? You deserve premium. Um, I want to just flip it just to go back to the contrast of this approach versus the diet culture approach, right? So, and this, the car metaphor is what's making the leap for me, which is so we have been told to try a new diet pretty much at least one big new diet every year comes out at least one right so through your whole life you've been introduced this is the new way no this is the new way no try this now i've tried like you know a good solid half of those so the problem is the research around dieting is such that 95% of people who go on diets, stop their diets and gain their weight back within two to five years, right? So let's go back to this car metaphor. If you were sold a car and they told you that within two to five years, this car is gonna stop driving, in fact, it might even start going into reverse, you would go, no, thank you. I don't want that car. And yet the diet industry keeps selling us that lemon of a car. And so the reason I wanted to offer you that metaphor, partly because Michael brought up the cars, was because I want to say, stop buying that car, right? You have a much better vehicle, right? Robin has been like sinking everybody into intimacy, right? And this is a piece of the intimacy path, 
It's your path around intimacy with yourself, your body, your physical sensations, and your food. Um, so, oh, it's Mitchell. Sorry, I thought it was yeah, Michael. That's okay. I changed it for him because I Thank see you. <laughs> Thank you. My mistake. I apologize, no Mitchell. Um, so behavior modification, not diet. I would not say it's behavior modification. It depends what your definition is of behavior modification. But to me, when someone says, I'd like to modify your behavior, I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Right? It backs me up again into the control thing. Right? I have a, a colleague who's in a speech, she said, said uh, what I do is I help women manage their food and manage their body like they manage projects at work. And I was like, oh, don't get near my body then. I do not want to be managed, do not manage what I eat. And I do not like, no, and no, we are not something that should be managed, right? How well does it work to manage your relationships? Not well, it's not the way to go, right? We want that sense of deep listening. We want the engagement of hello. We want everything that hello brings in, that friendliness, that kindness. So Robin, you had thoughts. Well, I'm thinking, <laughs> um, thanks. I'm at, well, I was thinking about how this pandemic and this time period we're in is such a deep invitation to slow down. And I think in the beginning, it was really obvious because like we had to, right? We had to close our doors and stay inside and shelter in. And, and for some, like the anxiety and the fear was halting, you know? Um, and it's been however long it's been. And, um, and some things have speeded up again. And still my awareness and my my knowing is that this is about slowing down period this is about being more conscious and being more awake humans and more conscious humans and the only way we can do that is to slow down because you know we just can't do it if it's going too fast it's just not humanly possible so you know i'm just thinking about how important this is now and it, how it's on so many levels, because this is an invitation to slow down. And in the slowing down in this practice of body peace and hello, we have this invitation to, um, to pay attention and be able to love ourselves more deeply, one, be able to work, be able to, I don't wanna say that word, we're able to um, nourish ourselves and being healthy and, and paying attention to our health is really important right now because there's a virus out there, right? We're all trying to like stay healthy. And that's literally important right now. It's always important, but the, it's like illuminated. And um, so this practice is so important. And then spiritually, you know, when we're spiritually aware and we're slowing down, we're able to connect to gratitude, connect to that that's greater than us have more trust have more faith especially when times are challenging which they are now right now so it's like it's a doorway to 
to all of those things and more. Um, and just feels really important right now. It is. And the piece that you bring up around like how we're feeling, um, our bodies are feeling a little threatened, right? There's a fear, right? Oh, there's this virus and there's this fear and I better stay healthy. And right. so it, it, it cranks up the, our nervous system. And so part of our relationship with our body is how do we be in relationship with this nervous system, right? Because if we're cranked up, so you probably all know this, know this, this is the two minute science talk, which is, right, cortisol goes up, adrenaline goes up when we're in high nervous system activation. Well, there's some interesting things that drop down when those cortisol and um, adrenaline is up, digestion drops down. Our ability to access pleasure drops down. Our immunity drops down. Our metabolism drops down, right? So at this time where our body is starting to get into this place of like high alert, we part of tending to our body is tending to our nervous system, right? And this also relates to our relationship with food, our, our body, our weight, right? A lot of people are like, I'm really tense about this unwanted weight, right? Well, more of that tension increases adrenaline and cortisol, right? And makes it harder for us to feel good. So part of this hello practice, part of this body peace path is oh, I am tending to you, body. I am saying hello to my whole being, including my nervous system. And how do I support my nervous system in dialing down? Right, like the meditation that Robin led in the beginning. It's one of the reasons we meditate. It's one of the reasons we do yoga. Right? How do we care for our nervous systems such that we're caring for our whole body. We're caring for our, you know, it impacts everything. Our relationship with people, our relationship with our food. Our relationship with our world right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wanted to, before, before I, um, I wanted to say two things. One is um, if you have a question or you want to say anything, please put me in the chat and we will unmute you because I would love to hear people's experiences, questions, sharings. The other thing I wanted to just go back to was something you said, Nina, that it, it changes. Like what we're, what we, of course, what we need and what we want and what our bodies are desiring changes. And I just had this experience where I was, since March, I, in March I started making this like smoothie that I love and uh, it felt so good to my body. It just, I felt so, so nourished. It felt like a, a, a switch had flipped and I just felt so good. And so I just kept going with this morning smoothie all summer for months. And then all of a sudden last week I noticed I'm not feeling good. Like I'm crashing and I'm hung, like, like really hungry and then crashing and then really hungry. And, um, and it just didn't occur to me. I was like, I need to change something up. So why that happened, maybe because it's fall and it's a new season, I have no idea. 
But all of a sudden that smoothie in the morning just is not doing it for my body. It's making me go like this all day and feeling crappy. Yeah. Um, so I switched to this, you know, <laughs> these, these, these lentils in the morning, which is like really it's more fall. It's more fall and I feel grounded and I feel even during the day. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And the only thing that changed is it's fall. But I went through late winter, spring and summer with the smoothie. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. And I don't know. But the point is um, paying attention. Yeah. And recognizing. Well, and, and the other piece in there is being in relationship with a changing body. Right. I hear so much from so many people. I want to have the body I had when I was a teenager, when, before I had children, when I was in my 20s, right? Whatever it is. And part of this, hello, right? Somebody said, like, I become present. I greet who's there. Oh, this is the body I have now. At this age, in this season, at this time of life, in the middle of a pandemic, right? Hello, this body. And what I call that concept is being body current. And it's so important because, again, if you're in relationship with somebody, but you're in relationship to who they were when you first met them, well, that's not going to fly so well because they've changed, right? Or if you're in relationship with them, hoping that they're going to be change and become the person of your fantasy, well, I don't know how that's going to go so well either because they are who they are right now. It's the same with our body. We want to be body current with this body at this age, right? My body has it's very, very different body than when I was 20 and now in my fifties. It's a different scene, literally in many ways, right? So how to come to each moment at the table with hello, oh, this current body. So what is this current, like Robin said, what does this current body need? And this current body does not need that smoothie anymore. This current body needs a little, something a little heartier, a little warmer, cooked food, whatever, right? Or this body, is, you know, when I'm in times of stress, I need more protein. It's just something I've noticed. I'm like, oh, this body needs more protein, right? That's who I'm dealing with, right? Or when I'm roaming around like the, the, that sort of like, like uh, empty ghost kind of feeling in the kitchen when you're like checking the cupboards and checking the fridge and you're like, I just want something. I don't know what. I'm like, wait, What's happening in this current body, right? Because usually in those moments, I'm like outside of my body, like trying to like manage my nervous system. It mostly happens when I'm writing a lot and I get hit the wall. And then before I know it, I'm standing in the kitchen. I'm like, well, how did I, what, what, how, oh, I was writing and then I got stuck. Okay. All right. What does this current body need? It needs to move. It got frustrated, it got stuck, I need to move. That's what this current body needs. Or this current body needs water, right? So when you're saying hello, you're saying hello to this 
body, this current body of this age. So I feel like I've been talking a little more than I'd like to. I would love to open it up to questions. What's on your mind? How is this landing? How does it speak to you? How do you feel like it could move into your life? Uh, Veronique says, I resonate with this so much in my own menstrual cycle, needing protein, almost fasting, eating more fats, etc. Love this. Yeah, it's a very deep listening. And for women, as we move through cycles, right, this current body, <laughs> this time of the month, this current body at this time of the month, right? And it's very interesting, too, because women who go through menopause think like, oh, no, we're past that. There's still cycles, there are still cycles, right? To notice, to be in relationship with the changing body on a daily basis. Fantastic. What other questions? How's it landing? Please put me in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Or unmute yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, then what I'd like to, since I don't see questions, what I'd like to wrap up with is just this idea that there are different kinds of relationships that you have, right? And that your relationship with your body is the most important relationship. And the reason I say that even in the face of Robin sitting there is because it's your longest relationship. You're born into this body. You will die in this body. This body is a template for how you are in other relationships. So the more you can honor this body, the more you can be body current, the more you can be in body peace, the more you can say hello, and really engage, the more that shows up in every relationship in your life. Um, Jana, thank you for your comment. That's great. All right. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Nina. Yeah, and I want to invite people if they want to continue. Mm -hmm. um, there's more to this um, hello technique. And um, and I'll, and Robin will can you post put that a link. link? I, I'm having a trouble copying and pasting it for some reason. I can sure put that link up. So I'll I'll say that Nina's running this uh, right now. She and I'm really amazed because she's doing this five day eat on purpose practice, which started yesterday, and continues today through Friday. And she has 800 people signed up for it. <laughs> so we could be 820. <laughs> by joining you. Um, I think that's incredible, Nina. She put the link there. It's, it's a free, you know, practice with Nina directly um, yeah. during the week. So more of this. And I've done that. I've done your program, your compassionate eating program, which is coming up soon too, and found it incredibly valuable. And honestly, honestly has significantly impacted my self-care and my nourishment around food this year. You know, it really has like my body is healthier 
I feel better than I have never really. <laughs> so, so fantastic. Yeah. So That's I really, so I really recommend Nina's work, not just because I love you, but because it's really powerful work. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you'll join us. It's we're meeting every day at noon, um, mm. live, and there's half an hour, an hour, half an hour, half an hour, and um, you're kind of caught up already because we did the hello food yesterday, and mm. today we're jumping into more things. Um, so, if Great. you want to join me, join me, and if you can't make it noon, you can get the recordings. So I would love to have you participate if that if it resonates for you that's great and nina is it the kind of thing where like i'm just looking at my calendar like okay today and tomorrow i'm busy at noon already but i'm free thursday and friday i mean i know you said we can listen to the recordings but is that yeah, okay you can jump in you don't have to you don't have to commit to the whole thing you can jump in when you want mm -hmm. um and um yeah and i send out a link that has all the recordings if you ever want to you know cook Do dinner and listen yeah yeah okay that's great awesome yeah. um that's really great so yay i'm so glad you're doing that oh good i love bees since i've I been know. having fun making love with my food yes love. beautiful oh. <laughs> deluxe yes totally <laughs> so so good um Thank you so much, Nina. That was just so relaxing and, and feels really like deep and nourishing in my body, just the conversation and listening to your voice and so powerful. And I just, I love, you know, I done hello with you a million times, but, or whatever, a lot of times, <laughs> but coming back to like drinking my lemon water and thinking who grew these lemons and where were they grown? It's like, it just really honestly, gave me a relationship with my lemon water that I did, that I do not have. And I drink it every morning. Yeah. So yeah, that it is, is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So thank you everybody for being here. Of course, the recording will come out later. Thanks to Arlene, who I think is still here. Yes. Um, we have a really um, interesting woman, young woman coming next week who, uh, Christine Van Lu, and she is a, um, an aerialist. Yeah, she has done incredible things way up high that I don't even want to think about. Um, and she, she has been giving talks on overcoming limiting beliefs. And so um, she's done, she's an acrobatist, and is that the right word? Um, and an aerialist. And she, um, we talked about how to uh, um, take her, the talk she's been giving all over the country um, and create a sort of workshop in a workshop format for us. So this is a new experience for her and she's lovely. And Arlene introduced me to her and we spoke on the phone a couple of times. So yeah, it should be really interesting and really cool. So come back, invite your friends and I will see you next week. Hey, Mark, thanks for jumping in. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll be sending out the recording next week. Uh, no, I'm trying to send out the recording later today there'll be links to um, this and to other ways to connect with Nina. And I wish you all a really blessed day. Thanks for coming. Mwah. Lots and lots and lots of love. Bye everybody. Hmm.